Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck, and the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally here, and the glorious month of October has fallen upon us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. Creatures of the Night, welcome back to the It Records podcast. I'm happy to be here again for our little mini show known as Halloween Horror. That's right. Every day throughout the month of October, I, Matt Johnson, will be giving you a recommendation for a horror movie to watch as we move through October and approach Halloween. If this is your first time listening to a Halloween Horror, we've been doing it for a couple of years now, and it follows the same premise, as you heard, a recommendation of a movie a day, because we know as we get closer to Halloween, we get to October, you might be more interested in watching horror movies rather than all year like we do here at the It Records podcast. As an additional theme this year, we are giving a movie suggestion. Every day is a different year, meaning October 1st, we did 1989. Then October 2nd was 1988. And we're moving backwards every year, every day until we get to Halloween. There'll be a movie from 1960. So where does that leave us for today? Today is October 8th, and we are in the year 1982. And the film that was selected was the 1982 film directed by George A. Romero, written by Stephen King, the American horror comedy anthology Creepshow. That's right. This is the film that we are doing uh, this week. It kind of falls into that horror comedy slapstick that uh, I've we've done in the past. I think The Burbs is what we've done. Uh, reanimator we've talked about bride of reanimator we did at least last year you know maybe drag me to hell not so much but it it, it teeters on the slapstick but definitely horror comedy but that's where we are creep show if you have not heard of it i'm happy you're here george romero uh night of the living dead the living dead series that's his his fame martin's a great one i love about it's kind of a vampire movie and then stephen king the the horror author that you're familiar with this is actually his screenwriting debut I know we did a movie in 84 about Children of the Corn, but he actually didn't get screenwriting credits for that. But this is his first screenwriting credit for Creepshow. The The film's cast actually includes Hal Holbrook, uh, Fritz Weaver, Leslie Nielsen, E.G. Marshall, Ted Danson, Ed Harris. There's a lot of people in this one. And it's based on 
and pays homage to EC horror comics of the 1950s, such as Tales of the Crypt, The Vault of Horror, The Haunt of Fear. And it really plays into, I mean, being a comic strip. I think the visuals are great. The the horror comedy element of it actually really brings that comic book sense to life. And when I said it looks like kind of a comic book or it, it feels um, like that, if you ever looked at, go look at Tales of the Crypt or Vault of Horror, any sort of the the illustrations, that's the word. Thank you. Finally found it after searching through my head. But those illustrations, because Tom Savini actually did um, the comic book-like effects, a longtime effects specialist. So Tom Savini was the effects person on this movie. So you could tell they look really great. Stephen King's the writer. Um, George A. Romero directs. Also, Stephen King plays a character in this film. So he's also an actor. A lot of people in it. And just so you know, it's an anthology. So it takes five stories and kind of throws them into one, uh, into one movie, that is. So the first one being Father's Day. The second one being The Lonesome Death of Jordy Varel. And that character, Jordy Varel, is played by Stephen King. The next one is Something to Tide You Over for the third story. You get the crate and you get They're Creeping Up on You. And they're all kind of a little different. The first one uh, deals with a demented old man returning from the grave uh, to get the Father's Day cake his marine daughter never gave him. The second is about a not-too-bright farmer, Stephen King, discovering her meteor that turns everything into some sort of plant life. The third is about a vengeful husband burying his wife and her lover up to their necks on the beach. That's Ted Danson, Leslie Nielsen are in that. The fourth is about a creature that resides in a crate under the steps of a college. That's a great one. And then finally, you have a story about an ultra-rich businessman who gets his comeuppance from cockroaches so this one i highly recommend just like all the other ones but it it's very light this one is a fun ride i I don't think i recommend any other sort of anthology type movies there's a creep show too there was an unofficial creep show three that didn't have stephen king or romero i think there was a 2019 one that's on shutter right now the original i think is still the best but they kind of all follow that anthology storyline you know, each there's so many different stories packed into one. The second one has three stories packed into one. I really enjoy that. It reminds me of Tales of the Crypt. It reminds me of like Twilight Zone or uh, like even Are You Afraid of the Dark? If you watch that when you were younger, that's those little tales, episodic tales, but it crams it all into one movie. And it it's also it's horror. So it's not just like it's it is meant to scare you or it's meant to look uh, terrifying. So this one's an all around fun ride. I always enjoy Creep Show. I think I talked about it when we did Night of the Living Dead. If not, I should have. When we did George A. Romero earlier in this podcast. But this movie, uh, before I kind of give you other movies in 1982, this was a commercial success. I think it's still even a, a critical success. I haven't checked the Rotten Tomatoes on it, but I know it was on a budget of around uh, $8 million, I believe, $8 million. And then it had a box office of $21 million. So it's fairly successful. It, it almost tripled its budget uh, for for what it had um, this anthology series it spawned sequels thereafter and yeah 68 percent audience score 74 percent on rotten tomatoes still so i have a feeling you guys will like this one as we kind of round out the 80s we're moving backwards but some other movies if you're looking to watch some in 1982 basket case poltergeist i think i've recommended that one here before that's 1982 the thing 1982 we talked about prince of darkness earlier uh, being a part of that apocalypse trilogy for John Carpenter. Uh, the thing comes out here in 1982, Friday the 13th, part three, Halloween three season of the witch, the one that does not include Michael Myers. 
Another one, Slumber Party Massacre. Just bringing that up because recently I watched Scream 2. And I believe there's a reference to Slumber Party Massacre. I think Randy, the character, brings it up. And now here it is again in 1982. So now I have to watch Slumber Party Massacre. It's it's come up too many times. I've got to go check that one out. But horror movies weren't the only things coming out in 1982. There was other worldly events, including Michael Jackson's Thriller. The groundbreaking album was released during November. The King of Pops nine-song album was produced by legendary musician Quincy Jones and was Jackson's sixth studio album. Featured Billie Jean, Human Nature, uh, PYT. Uh, it was also known for the 14-long horror-themed music video uh, with Vincent Price. So that is, I guess, related to the horror genre still to some extent. AT&T is ordered to break up in January of 1982. The U.S. government's deal with the AT&T Corporation stated that AT&T would give up control of the Bell system, colloquially called Ma Bell, that had owned most of the telephone services in the United States and Canada since the 1940s. So that happened early in 1982. Then we also have for kind of the, just all rounded out for newsly events is the late night show. The first episode with David Letterman debuted in February of 1982. The show aired after Johnny Carson's tonight show and was directed by Hal Gurney. The show's first guest, Bill Murray. Bill Murray was the show's first guest. But I'll round it out there for worldly events. If you're looking to watch it, it is fairly accessible. You can get it on Amazon, Google, iTunes. You can rent them all on those those uh, those streaming platforms. But it is actually, I just checked, it is on Shudder. So if you're a horror fan that has Shudder, you can check it out there. And I believe the 2019 version is on Shudder as well. I believe that might have been a Shudder production. I have to check that. But that's also there. So there's more Creep Show if you're looking for it. But until next time, I'll leave it at that. I'll be in 1981 tomorrow for a recommendation on the Halloween Horror Podcast. But until then, I am Matt Johnson, and I will remain in the shadows. And today is his birthday.